1: welcome to table talk for moms i'm camille the oldest sister
2: and i'm sid the mom
1: (laughs) and we are just so glad that you are here today we have only been publishing and producing this podcast for about three months but The feedback that we have received from all of you has been so fun and so incredible, and we just want you to know we are so thankful you are here. So if you have a minute to leave us a review or just let us know what you're thinking about the show, we would appreciate it so much. All right, mom, we always start the podcast with a little snack time question. So here is my question for you. Are you a night owl or an early bird? (laughs) Well,
2: that's a hard one. And it really <laughs> depends on kind of how my day has been going. But I think I would have to say I'm a night owl. Um, it's hard to get up some mornings, but when I know it's going to be like a, a fun or an exciting day, or you've got some big thing going on that day that you're excited about, it's easy to get up. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm a night owl. I'd rather stay up late than get up early.
1: I'm the same as you. I must get it from you. I really wish I was a morning person, like naturally, but mornings are a struggle for me. It's like my brain comes awake at night and I can get so much done at night, especially after the kids go to bed and the house is yes. quiet. So, okay. Well, like get mother, like second, daughter. Get a second win. Yes, I get a second win. It's like, I'm finally alone. I can do some things. <laughs> Okay, well today we are talking about something that I am so excited for. We're going to talk all about family traditions and how these little experiences that you have with your family, well they can be big or small, can lead to awesome memories and just family bonding like nothing else can. And traditions are going to look different for every family. Many times we just think about the holidays when it comes to traditions, but honestly, even the non-holiday traditions can make life so fun and just turn ordinary days into extraordinary days. And mom, I knew you would be the perfect person to join me on the podcast today because you are the family tradition (laughs) queen. Like growing up, you made not only the holidays magical with all of those traditions that we had as a family, but just also the regular days too. And I feel like as moms and grandmas and even as sisters and aunts, we just have this special call to be the glue of our families. Like We hold it all together. And one of the best ways that we can strengthen that bond in our family is through traditions. And what we found too, that these fun family traditions make for some great inside jokes, which just cre- which <laughs> just creates that sense of belonging and community within our families. And that's something we all crave, that we just want that sort of connection. And so today, as we share these ideas, our intention is not to stress you out or to make you feel like you're not doing enough as a mom, because let me tell you, you are, you are enough and you're amazing as you are, but we just want to inspire you or maybe give you just one idea that you can implement in your family to strengthen and bond your family even a little bit more. And the other thing that I want to emphasize is that your traditions don't have to be perfect or Pinterest worthy, that sometimes it's the smallest, most random things that just make the biggest impact. And we're gonna share some of those with you today. So I thought it would be fun to go through holiday traditions that you can celebrate all, all throughout the year, but then we'll finish up talking about just some normal everyday traditions that you can add into your family life to make it more fun. And so since since Thanksgiving is just days away, I thought we could start there. We have a special family tradition that started years ago when we were kids on Thanksgiving Eve. Mom, do you want to tell us about that? (laughs)
2: Sure. And we just named it ourselves as we call it crazy dinner. And because it is a crazy dinner. (laughs) So I don't know. It just kind of evolved when... Thanksgiving Eve, as I was preparing, um, you know, a day or two before Thanksgiving, you start prepping a lot of the food that you can do ahead of time. And I thought I really didn't want to stop and just start making dinner for that night. And I thought there's got to be something else we can do with all these kids tonight. That, and you feel like you've kind of um, neglected them a little bit because you're so busy in the kitchen. (laughs) So I thought we just got to give them some, the kids, some time. Um, just our full attention. And so we just loaded all of you in the car and we take you to the grocery store and we said, okay, you've all got like three to $4 and you can pick anything in the grocery store you want for dinner, anything. It didn't matter. And so, um, it took a while cause we'd wander the aisles and we had all kinds of things, a lot of desserts, <laughs> a lot of candy <laughs> or just anything, chips and dip. Little Smokies, whatever. Chicken nuggets. Yeah, the things you just always wanted. And yep. maybe w- would shoot it down sometimes. But And then we took it home and we cooked it all up. Whether it was microwave, some things were in the oven. and Some things didn't need any preparation. And we would have it by a candlelight dinner. And then sometimes after that, we would watch a Christmas movie together. I remember one year we watched The Christmas Story. I do remember one year we were the kitchen was under construction. We were retiling. yes. So we just spread a blanket out on the floor and we did candlelight dinner on the blanket. Oh, so I'm it was sure. like a picnic. I could a remember one. that. Candlelight p- yes. picnic, crazy dinner yeah. style. So it was fun. And now I think it'd probably be more like five or six dollars because food prices have gone up, but it's still so fun. And I think a lot of you guys have implemented that tradition in your own families. So
1: That's where Crazy Dinner, how it evolved. It's So fun. And like kind of started as like as an accident, not to be this big tradition that we would carry on, but it's stuck and it's random and funny, but
2: we love it. (laughs) It it got to be the next year.
1: Are we doing that again?
2: Sure, I guess we will. (laughs) Yes, we will. (laughs) It's so fun. It is fun.
1: One of our listeners shared that each year on Thanksgiving Eve, she has three grown sons and they cook dinner for the whole family. And she said they love it almost more than Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> That's and it,
0: awesome.
1: I thought that was so fun. I would love to know what they're cooking, but I just love that they're giving their mom a night off from cooking. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Thanksgiving has a lot of traditions around the food, but there are lots of other fun traditions that you can do without the food. Um, with me and my kids, we start every Thanksgiving morning with, um, we have French toast for breakfast and we watch the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade while we're eating our French toast. And I love that parade. I'm a sucker for a parade <laughs> yes, you
0: are. and i
1: love to watch the bands and all of that. And my kids know mom loves it. And now it's just something we do every single year. I love that.
2: Um, We asked a lot of you to share family traditions that you have. And one listener shared that each year at Thanksgiving, her family passes around a journal and everyone writes in it. One thing that they are grateful for, and they have been doing this now for over 20 years. And that journal is such a keepsake in their family and everyone loves to go back and read it over the years. And then we had another person share that they have a tablecloth that they use on their Thanksgiving table each year and everyone writes on it something they are thankful for. And each year they just keep adding to the tablecloth and it's almost full with things everyone is grateful for. Another thing that is so fun is to go back and look at it each year. So
1: that would be so cute. I know just a fun thing to have every year and pull it out.
2: Many of you talked about that you set up your tree around Thanksgiving time, and that is what Lauren does too. Here is what Lauren does around Thanksgiving time for one of her family traditions.
3: My favorite Christmas tradition is pretty simple, but it's the most fun way to kick off the holiday season. I'm all about decorating for Christmas early, so usually my Christmas decorations are up Probably like early November is safe to say, but we wait until the weekend after Thanksgiving to put all of the ornaments and the star on the Christmas tree. We make it a huge deal. We do a big charcuterie type dinner. We have a lot of fun appetizers, and we just let the kids totally crazy whatever they want. We turn on some Christmas music, and we have so much fun going through and looking at all of the ornaments we've collected over the years. And my kids have a blast decorating the bottom half of the Christmas tree. So if you need a fun way to kick off the holiday season and to kind of separate Thanksgiving going into Christmas. That has been one of the most fun and memorable things ever. We have fun videos that we've taken of doing it each year and it's so fun to watch the kids growing up and putting the star on the tree and it's something that I will cherish forever and ever.
1: Mom, you do such a good job about including the kids on Thanksgiving and I remember um, you would always set up a little nut cup like that, you would make <laughs> that a turkey on it at each place setting. And then you're so good at like putting out a craft for them to do while they wait for dinner to be served and like just taking care of those kids and making sure they're entertained too. And I feel like your job has shifted from mom to grandma. And while there are some traditions that we still do all together as a big extended family, what I love is that you have given us all space to start traditions with our own little families. But then you still are looking for ways and have started um, some special traditions with just your grandkids. And honestly, I believe it's because of you and your efforts in keeping that family bond strong that all of our kids have such cool relationships with their cousins. So, I want to move into Christmas time traditions because this is where so many people share great ideas. And we have lots between you and I that we want to talk about. But I want to kick it off by having you share what you do as a grandma for your grandkids during Christmas time.
2: Okay, so <laughs> this is one of our new favorites. Um, this year will be the fourth year that we do. Well, we have a cousin sleepover and a cousin Christmas party. And then we've started um, taking all the kids in the cousin cruiser. So what we do is we rent a 15 passenger van for like 24 hours and we get all the cousins. And before we pick up the cousins, we, um, grandpa and I, your dad, we, decorate it with lights inside we write with um the window markers on the outside like um, cousins are the best and we draw all these stick
1: figures and, and you do cousin cruiser yeah, We do
2: cousin <laughs> cruiser like christmas lights are bus because we take you around <laughs> and to see the christmas light we just write all this weird stuff on there and it's just so fun and then um we Had a huge, I don't know, it's this huge, big stainless steel bowl. It's what I used to make my big caramel popcorn in. It's that big, and we fill it just chock full of snacks, things that your parents wouldn't let you have in the car.
1: (laughs) Things we didn't have during our childhood. Things I
2: didn't give my kids, but I can give the grandkids. As a grandma. (laughs) So there's chips and there's cookies and there's candy. And we just constantly pass that bowl around the whole time. We're driving around in the cousin cruiser looking at Christmas lights. The Christmas music's blasting. And the little ones are singing and the big ones are just trying to talk over each other. It's so fun. It's my favorite thing. So we drive around. One year we stopped and we got out and went to inside and got hamburgers. And that was a little much trying to hurt all the little ones through the parking lot in the dark. So now we order pizza and come back home and, and eat the pizza at home. So. It's so fun. And then we have a party and they could sleep over and they just, it's so fun. It's our favorite thing. We play games. They
1: just love it. And it's so, what I think is so cool. It's just in this big van that you rent is that all the cousins get to be together as you Mm -hmm. drive around and look at lights and just sing, sing Christmas songs at the top of your lungs. Like they just love being in the car together. And, My kids look forward to this (laughs) every year, even the cousins that are in high school. It has just been such a huge part of making the holiday so fun for them. And I've come to learn that my kids don't remember a lot of the gifts they get for Christmas, but they remember the experiences they had and the people that they share those memories with. They talk about the Cousin Cruiser all year long. And so we've kind of just been trying to think, how can we have more experiences like this? So. You do such a good
2: job. Well, well it's, it's fun for me. So that's why right. <laughs> And for your dad. So we had so many of you share your family Christmas traditions. So we wanted to share a couple of those right now. One listener shared the night we put up the Christmas tree. It's usually the day after Thanksgiving. We all get new pajamas and we sleep under the tree in sleeping bags. I did it as a little girl. And now I do it with my kids as well. that's so fun isn't it fun just
1: something so simple that everyone looks forward to each year I love it
2: (laughs) okay another listener shared we go into the woods on the day after Thanksgiving and cut down our Christmas tree but before we set it up this is so cute we cut off a slice of the tree trunk and put the date and then some key events of the year on the sides of the tree trunk slice with a Sharpie marker. These slices of the tree trunks from the years past go in a basket under our tree every year. My mom started this when I was about 13, and now I have been doing it 20 years with my family. My kids love to read the slices of tree trunk every Christmas when they come out and reminisce about the memories. When they were little, they loved to see that we had really tiny tree this year and a big tree that year, so they just would compare, compare. the tree trunk sizes. Yes. I love that. Isn't that
1: fun? It's just so fun to like have a physical reminder of each year. I yeah. thought that was big, really cute. The big
2: events that happened. Yeah,
1: I'd never heard anything like that. Another listener shared, we do our own version of the Polar Express. We watch the movie or read the book and then send our kids to bed. Then we, the parents, quickly make, make hot chocolate and put it in the van. And then we play train sounds and wait for the kids to come running. We tell them the Polar Express stopped at our house and we load into the van to go look at Christmas lights. So simple, but so fun.
2: Oh, and sometimes it's those simplest the simplest things that are the most special. Um, one of you wrote in and shared that your family drives around one night before Christmas and looks at all the houses with Christmas light displays. You then vote as a family and choose one that you decide is the best lit house. You have a trophy that you got at a Goodwill and you print off a certificate that says, congrats, you are the best lit house of 2020." two or whatever year it is and then you leave the trophy and certificate on their porch along with the treat, and then you ring the doorbell and run away
1: oh my <laughs> gosh awesome. i love this so much like <laughs> some people go all out with their light displays some Random
2: trophy on your
1: yes porch and, and you, you get a like, trophy isn't that the best like I just love that you celebrate that like you thank you for putting your lights up we love it that's so fun okay another one of you shared we sleep under the Christmas tree on December 23rd or we all sleep in the same room as the tree and it started out with your mom and your dad and six kids and now it's your grandpa and grandma and six kids and their spouses and then All the grandkids who still do this. And I love it. (laughs) Grandma reads Christmas stories and we have one giant family sleepover, which that's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Another one shared over the years, I would buy one special holiday book. I have collected so many special books. I read them to my children and then now reading them to my grandchildren, one or two every night in December. That's
2: cute. So cute. I love Christmas books. I do too. Many of you shared some amazing ideas of how to serve others during the holiday season. One of you wrote, we have a pretty big homeless population, so something we love to do is make up some goodie and care packages with some homemade treats, gloves, hand warmers, gift cards, etc., and we drive around and we find people who look in need of some cheer. It's so fun to pull up next to the people we find and pass a treat and a Merry Christmas onto them and see how happy they look. I love seeing my children get excited to serve others and feel the joy that serving others brings. Kristen has a fun tradition that she does with her family, and it started because someone else did it for her. So here's Kristen's tradition.
4: So one of our family traditions is doing the 12 Days of Christmas for a family. So when we moved to California, we were brand new there and we didn't really know anyone. And someone did the 12 days of Christmas to us. And they just left a little present with a little card, like explaining what the present meant. And it was just so awesome. Like my kids looked forward to it every single night. And so we decided um, ever since that happened that we would do 12 days of Christmas to either a family or a widower or something like that, just to help make the holidays a little brighter. So we get everything prepped and ready about the first of December. And yeah, we just wait until what the 13th or the 14th. And then we start delivering every night. And it's a little hard. Sometimes we try not to miss a night. Um, And if we do, we try and do it like in, in the daytime. So if we're going to be busy that evening. And so it's just, it's my kid's favorite activity and one of my favorite activities too. So that's That is what we do as a little family. And yeah, we love it.
2: The reason for Christmas is to celebrate the birth of our Savior. The greatest gift we can give to him is to love and serve others. And it's important to teach that to our children at a young age. So we started a Christmas Eve tradition of delivering a dinner to someone each year. So I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that. I don't know if you remember doing this growing up. Oh, yeah. So we would try to do, we would try to ask around, um, or just be watching all year, maybe a family that we could take a dinner to. And it wasn't a prepared, a prepared dinner. This was, we just put it in boxes or baskets or both, and just the frozen turkey, the bag bag of potatoes, just everything you would need for a full turkey dinner. And sometimes we would maybe stick in like a gift card or something that they might be able to help out, um, their family with, or, um, just maybe some gifts for the kids, just a little something fun. And then we would just deliver it on Christmas Eve. And we'd always have to have mom or dad or as the getaway driver and a couple people to deliver to the door to carry the the big heavy boxes and then one to ring the doorbell. And then we would all just run. And there were times though that we would, I remember one year, Whoever it was knocked on the door and the door wasn't shut tight and it flew open, and the kids are sitting there just staring. <laughs> so, our family just stared back and they just took off running. They're just like, <laughs> What in the world? I mean, funny things happen, but those are what we all just laugh about now yes. just all the memories. And then one time, um, dad was the getaway driver and We didn't know whose house he knew who we were delivering to, but Mm -hmm, we didn't. mm -hmm. And we actually passed the lady on the sidewalk. I remember that. Walked right past her. I could have rubbed shoulders. And we got in the car and he's like, hurry, that was her. That's her. Seriously? (laughs) And so it's just so fun. But then you just as you drive away, you just wonder, you know, it's the giver and the receiver is both feels the joy of giving. And, you know, that just the joy that comes from yeah. giving and then the joy that they probably felt as receiving. And it just is such a good feeling. Oh, my gosh. And that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah. So. And so cool to teach your kids that at such a young age. OK, so let's talk Christmas Eve. One thing that we do every year with all the sisters and the extended families is go bowling on Christmas Eve. And not everybody can go every year, but the invitation is just open to whoever can come. And it's just kind of how we can pass the afternoon until the fun festivities start that night. But um, I know that there's also some families that go to breakfast on Christmas Eve and some families that go to the movies, like all of these are so fun. Um, Something that I do with my little family throughout the whole month of December, but then especially on Christmas Eve, is just reflect on all the different names of Christ and how he shows up That way in our lives, we actually use this really cool, like candle wood wreath that we got at a local bookstore. And I'll include a link to this in case anybody wants to check it out. But every day you light a candle and underneath each um, candle is a name of the savior. Like how, like, you'll say like healer and friend and hope and Emmanuel and like all the different names of the savior. And it's so cool to hear my kids share experiences from their lives And focus on what the Christmas season is all about in relation to um, the Savior. And it just, I think it's such a good way to just keep Christmas on what's most important. Um, But one of my favorite traditions from growing up is when dad would spend a little bit of time on Christmas Eve reading to us from Luke 2. And I know so many families do this. And when we were kids, we'd even act out the nativity. And because I was the oldest of six daughters, I never got to be Mary. I always had to be Joseph or the donkey. It was not a glamorous role, but it's what we do as the oldest sibling. Um, But after all the fun and excitement of Christmas Eve (laughs) and candy and games, it just, it was such a, like a peaceful and reverent spirit to kind of bring it back to what was most important. And dad is just so good at that. Mm -hmm. He just has this calming voice and I feel like it helped us calm down (laughs) and go to sleep on Christmas Eve too, but then go to sleep with that feeling in your heart of what Christmas is really all about. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, so next we wanted to talk a little bit about just a tradition we did. I don't know where this one even <laughs> it just evolved They just evolve sometimes, and then they stick. But Christmas morning, um, we we kind of would have a set time. As you guys got to be teenagers, you wanted to sleep in a little bit more, and then the little ones are all bouncing around, just ready to go downstairs. But we wouldn't let you go downstairs until we've all first all come in. To mom and dad's room and we would all get on our bed and um, dad would go down and gather all your stockings and bring them up and so you would look at your stockings while we were all in we would all look at our stockings while we were all in mom and dad's bed and that was fun and then dad would go down and um, get the fire we didn't have a gas fireplace no. we had the logs and so he would start the fire and then we'd have to have him at the bottom of the stairs with the camcorder. So he was <laughs> ready so to film you as you come down the stairs. Yes. So Just kind of drag out the morning as long as we
1: could. It was so fun. It just, I so. loved sitting all on your bed. You had a queen bed and there were eight of us that would fit on. And sometimes the dog we would <laughs> well, get so excited. Yes. But. And you're
2: not talking a little dog. No, he
1: was a big St. Bernard. That was our family <laughs> dog. So, so much fun. It was fun. Lots of you had fun ideas of things you do on Christmas, and one of you shared: we do a family toast at eight fifty-two a.m. every Christmas morning. <laughs> and she said, "the t- the time is a story in itself." But we'll, she's like, "just pick any time." Is that cute? And eight fifty-two, 8. 52. <laughs> and they do a group call with the whole family, no matter where they are. And um, if they aren't in the same time zone, they just go with whoever is the furthest west. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to have to wake them up at five fifty two but I just <laughs> I loved this idea just to connect with all your family even when you're spread out and it's such a great thing to do as your kids get older and start families on their own. Um Mom, I want to know what did you do like on Christmas Eve or even Christmas Day when you were a kid
2: Christmas Eve was was a fun party, and our my mom was an only child, so we didn't have to share our grandparents with anybody <laughs> we got them every yeah, year and that him. was the best and then um often my dad's parents would come too and so they would come and we just had that's where the pinata started my mom would always make a pinata my mom and dad they would help and we would help make it and we just had yummy food and my mom would make all kinds of fudge and all kinds of yummy treats and we would play games, and I just loved that, um, those memories. It's just what made me want to do it with my family. And then the Christmas music playing, just those old classics. That's why I love it so much. It reminds me <laughs> you of your childhood.
1: I, I love and then that. On
2: Christmas Day, we usually stayed home and um, just played with our toys. Yeah.
1: It's just yeah. so fun to be mm-hmm. at home. Um, With my kids today, we do a family barbecue dinner and we call it Merry Briskmas because my husband smokes smokes a brisket and then I do like all the side dishes like cheesy potatoes and baked beans and cornbread. And my kids look forward to briskmas all year long. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Another wonderful spread. (laughs) It's a a fun barbecue dinner. Um, But another thing that I appreciate that you do, mom, and that my in-laws do as well is that they... Um, let us stay home and they come to us on Christmas day. I just yeah. love having Christmas at home with my kids. Cause like you said, it's so fun for them to play with their toys. And we just love having grandparents come over to visit and sometimes they'll stay for dinner. It just means so much to me that you give us space to make our own family traditions.
2: Yeah. It's, a, it's very important that you start your own because it goes by so fast. So, you gotta enjoy it while you've got them.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life does not come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or the many complicated transitions and changes that come with motherhood, from having babies to sending them off to college. Sometimes you just need someone else to talk through these tough things with. Just like it's important to take care of your physical health, taking care of your mental health is crucial in being able to truly show up as your best self. As sisters, we have all seen the benefits that working with a good therapist can bring not only to ourselves, but to our entire family. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched three million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things are not clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be more simple. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com tabletalk. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com tabletalk. I know the traditions look different
1: now for you and dad. So is there anything that you and dad do like as empty nesters? Have you made any new traditions for the two of you? no we
2: (laughs) we do try to go visit the kids on christmas day and see what everybody got the ones that live around here and that's really fun um we've gone to the movies before (laughs) we can do whatever we want yeah great it's kind of different (laughs) it's so different yeah but it's i know i don't know it's it's nice but it's i like I just love having the little ones yes. around, but I know that you guys have to do your own thing. And so we just, we love being together. So that's good. And we'll yeah. just do fun. Sometimes we'll just play a game at home or we'll watch a. There's so many things on TV now yes. that you can watch a Christmas movie, even at home. So yeah, we, we keep ourselves busy, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's very different. Totally different, but it's still fun. We try to, we try to do things and we'll, um, we have this favorite place we like to get pizza from and we'll get it ahead of time. And they sell them to you uncooked, uncooked. but it's been a pizza joint that's been around forever yeah. and they'll sell them to you uncooked. It's not your, pop- not the one that's yeah. a chain. Yeah. And um so we'll get that ahead of time and then we'll cook that. And we think that's just the best thing. It so is.
1: It is the best thing. We
2: look forward to that. <laughs> we have our weird little things we do. I love it. Dev's family does something super fun on Christmas since they live somewhere that's warm
0: during December. So my favorite tradition that I have started with my family is that every Christmas day after we've opened presents and eaten a big breakfast and then played for a few hours, we bundle up and we get in the car and we drive to the beach. And we play for like an hour just on the sand because it is too cold to even get in the water, and then we watch the sunset together on the beach on Christmas Day. And sometimes I feel silly sharing this tradition because it's so quirky and kind of like a niche tradition, I guess. But it is something that I look forward to every year. Um, we also always like take pictures while we're playing on the beach and videos, and those are cherished memories that we look back on throughout the year and every year on Christmas day we go look at all of our past beach pictures and so it's this really kind of funny really simple free tradition
1: but we love it so much and we love looking back on it every year. Okay. Another listener shared that this is what her family does on Christmas. And she said, we help start a free community Christmas dinner for those who are alone or don't have the means to prepare a meal. Every year as a family, we help serve meals or deliver them in our community. We love spending Christmas day as a family, serving with others and seeing the happiness that comes from the community. That's
2: so neat. The best thing you can Teach your kids is how to serve because that will just take them so far in life.
1: I agree. Just something you need to learn at a young age so you so it can carry you through. Um, okay. So now let's move on to New Year's Eve. One of our readers sent in this, our family always has a pajama game night party. Everyone has to wear their pajamas and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're family or a friend or an invited guest, like pajamas are required. We don't have a formal dinner or main dish. We just serve a ton of appetizers and desserts. We play all kinds of games like card games and board games, charades, Pictionary, dice games, anything goes. Just makes for an extremely fun New Year's Eve. And I am going to start this tradition. I (laughs) love it. It's simple, but it's fun. And I am all about the appetizers and desserts. Um,
2: and the comfy pajamas.
1: Yes. And being <laughs> a pajamas. Cause by that point in the holidays, you need stretchy pants. Um, <laughs> right. Yes. So growing up, we always had a family New Year's Eve party with just us girls and mom and dad. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, mom? Sure. Um, we would always
2: on New Year's Eve, we
1: usually went out to
2: our favorite pizza place as a family mm-hmm. there. And then we would come home and we would play lots of games. And so dad and I would always come up with an obstacle course Yeah, and you had to do all kinds of crazy things
1: inside the house, inside
2: the house, yeah. all over. And so we would do that. Sometimes we would, um, and you would compete on that. obstacle yeah. course, too. you had two going at the, at the same time and we would time you <laughs> yes. to see if you could get, um, we would, we loved love to play phase 10. That was mm-hmm. always fun. That would take a long time. And then when it would get closer to midnight, we'd watch the ball drop and then we'd go outside and bang on pots and pans and fireworks. So every 4th of July, dad would always set a few fireworks aside for New Year's Eve, some sparklers and some other things. So yeah. we could go outside and well, just get your coats on with your pajamas and go out and do some fireworks. Do
1: fun, fun, fun things so out fun, in the cold. Fun. One of you shared that your sister has her kids wait until New Year's to open their stockings, their Christmas stockings. It's just an extra week. Yeah. And that way they have something to look forward to. And I kind of loved it. Like it just keeps that Christmas excitement lasting longer. But I know some people, too, are like ready to take down Christmas. (laughs) Um, My husband said that on New Year's Eve, he usually had a movie marathon with his family or with his sister, which I thought was so cute. Like just a good opportunity to count down the hours until midnight. Mm Um, A couple of our readers talked about a family sleepover. They all sleep in the same room and watch movies and eat treats until midnight. But one reader did a midnight waffle bar with her family, and they would make a ton of waffles and have just this whole spread of toppings like syrups and fruits and whipped cream, and um, and they'd eat it at midnight. And I thought that (laughs) was so fun. Like, I mean, it's it's a new day, breakfast. I've also heard of families making a time capsule or writing down something that they want to remember from that year, and then they open it up the next New Year's Eve, which that's kind of fun too. Mm -hmm.
2: And after New Year's Eve is over, it can kind of feel like a letdown because it's usually the end of the holiday season. And so one of you shared that you use New Year's Day to look at all of the random national holidays and let each member of the family choose a day that you want to celebrate, then block it out for the upcoming year and put reminders in your phone to help you remember. So I gives you something to look forward right. to. That's fun.
1: Yeah. And when we heard about this, we loved it. Like we thought this is such a perfect idea to help with those January blues and give you some things to look forward to mm-hmm. celebrating. So here are some of those national holidays that I want to celebrate this year with my family. And I might not do all of them, but I'm going to fit a couple of them in here. <laughs> um, national Buffet Day. I'm definitely going to take my family and hit up a buffet um, popcorn day. Okay. Listen to this squirrel appreciation day. <laughs>
0: <heard> of that. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what you would do, but there's got to be a way to celebrate. You got
0: to appreciate them.
1: Yep. Um, the family that submitted this talked about backwards day and what they do is they eat dessert first at all their meals and they wear their clothes backwards all day long
2: hopefully it's a Saturday right I
1: think I'd have to celebrate on Saturday but that is so fun Um, there's play your ukulele day and there's online tutorials on YouTube that will teach you how to play so that would be fun thank your mailman day eat ice cream for breakfast day my kids would love that Um, library lovers day Um, national nacho day this is actually one me and my kids celebrate Um, it's in November. And <laughs> you love I love nachos. <laughs> Any excuse to eat nachos? Yes. Um, world compliment day. And um, they wrote as a side note to give as many compliments as you can all day long. Look for ways to give compliments. I thought that's so fun. Um, International picnic day, world juggling day, national ice cream day. And mom, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Left handers day. And <laughs> it, it's crazy. The list goes on and on. And there's literally a national holiday every single day of the year. And I just love the idea of making your own holiday happen. Like you could do this with your kids, your grandkids. It just is such a fun way to make any day exciting and memorable. So we'll put a link to that list so you can see the holidays that happen every day of the year and pick some holidays to celebrate with your family.
2: And I think having things to look forward to and the anticipation that surrounds it brings excitement into your home and with your family. And even planning like a family vacation months in advance is something that you think about every day until that vacation arrives. And it's the same with holidays and making memories. You like look forward to it. Yeah, and the kids love it. The
1: kids are looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, let's talk Valentine's Day. One of you shared that one of your favorite things to do for Valentine's Day is to write on a bunch of post-it notes all the reasons why you love your child, and then you stick the post-it notes on their bedroom door or the mirror in their bathroom.
1: I love that. I think the kids just love to be seen sometimes, and hearing those words from their parents, like even if it's on a post-it note, it's just so important, such a game-changer. Mom, you, when we were growing up, you were always so good to put together like a little gift for us on Valentine's Day. And sometimes it was like a fancy root beer in a glass (laughs) bottle with a treat attached. I remember that one year, but it just meant everything to me. I I knew I'd go to school all day and I knew when I'd come home that there'd be something from you waiting for me. Mm -hmm. Um, With my kids now, we usually do a candlelight dinner on Valentine's Day as a family, Um, usually something easy like pizza or chicken alfredo that my kids love. And instead of fighting the crowds for dinner, we spend this night at home and we just have so much fun. But sometimes if I'm feeling extra ambitious. I'll like print off a little menu of the dinner and let them make choices of what they want. And you can make this as intricate or as easy as you want. But mom, I still remember once, I want to know if you remember this, you did like, I can't remember it was like Cafe Love or Love Restaurant, but you laid a blanket on the floor of the big bedroom upstairs over the garage and we did an indoor picnic. And I was probably only five or six, but I can remember it clear as day. (laughs) And we ate pizza upstairs, on the floor, and it was on Valentine's Day. And I just remember that so much as a child, and that's why that's I do so those dinners with my kids.
2: I don't remember that, but I'm glad stuck with it stuck. Had an you. impact on it me. have only been like you and Chris Yeah. Sometimes the winters can get long and cold, and we can't always afford to travel somewhere warm. So an idea is to do a staycation. And kids don't really care where you go. Um, we used to go just take like a little getaway and we would take you guys to Logan. And it didn't matter really what hotel. It just still, we had to be sure there was a swimming pool. <laughs> yep. And and then you guys loved to stay up late and watch cable TV while you laid in bed because we didn't have cable TV when you were little. No. It wasn't really a thing. Yeah. And then
1: we would go out to breakfast the next morning and it was so fun. That's all you
2: needed. And to you guys, it was this big vacation. It
1: was just to get away, to break up the monotony of Mm -hmm. the day. And this is actually something that I've started doing with my kids. And we will even go somewhere like 30 minutes away, like just go to Salt Lake and act like that we're from out of town. And it's (laughs) so fun to do things like right where you live and, like you said, if the hotel has a pool, that's, that's a bonus. Like the kids love that. Absolutely love. Mm-hmm.
2: So the next holiday is St. Patrick's day and something we want to emphasize is that you don't have to have a tradition for every holiday. <laughs>
1: Amen. Amen. <laughs> I know that some people love to have a leprechaun come and visit their house or deliver lucky charms or turn their milk green or cause mischief or whatever. And that is so cute and so fun, but Also, I know for me, I just don't have the bandwidth to do all the things. And so just please know that family traditions are going to look so different for everyone. And that's okay. We at our house, we keep St. Patrick's Day super simple. We wear green and then sometimes we'll go get a shamrock shake at night or eat some mint ice cream for dessert. I don't dye any of our food green. I don't (laughs) change colors of our milk or put out gold coins like we just we just keep it easy keep it simple and that's, that's okay yeah traditions
2: don't need to be overwhelming i think one of the reasons kids like traditions so much is because you give them your full your full attention and uninterrupted time and then just you're having fun together yeah they've just got you all to themselves and you're doing fun things together as a family
1: yeah making memories That's exactly it. I think that's like why we do family traditions. So next up would be Easter. I loved the growing up. The Easter bunny actually came to our house on Saturday instead of Sunday, which really helped us keep the emphasis on Jesus during that holiday. And for some, Easter is almost as big as Christmas. Like they get a lot of gifts and Um, for us we just try to keep it super simple and practical we usually do like a new swimsuit in their easter basket because summer's right around the corner and it's something they need anyway sometimes we'll throw in flip-flops but it's just like Mm -hmm. something they need and we just keep it really easy
2: yeah and even though we did the easter bunny on saturday we would still have a nice dinner on sunday i just loved having easter dinner because it was a time to gather as a family and we would often but often invite the grandparents over to join us and then we'd have an Easter egg hunt and some games for the kids. And I remember many times hunting for eggs in the house because it was snow outside on the lawn. <laughs> you never know springtime in right, Utah. Spring
1: but... in Utah it's there's usually snow. Yep. You wear it, your boots. It was fun. <laughs> okay, so May and June bring the end of the school year and I think there are some really fun things you can do with your neighbors to make some fun memories and start some traditions. It doesn't just have to be your family. Um, One thing that my neighborhood does is on the last day of school, we have a parents versus kids water fight and the kids walk home. We live, um, everybody who goes to our school walks, like it was within walking distance. And so the kids will walk home and the parents are waiting in the neighborhood with water balloons and hoses and squirt guns. And it's just kind of this big kickoff to summer. And then we usually have like popsicles or ice cream and hang out after. It's so much fun. I have a good neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I've also heard of neighborhoods doing a longest day of the year party, like um, June 21st, summer solstice. And they do a big potluck dinner in someone's driveway. And then they stay out playing and talking until the sun goes down, (laughs) which is like 10 p.m. And I just think that is so cute. I need
2: to remember that. That's fun. Yeah. Um, the 4th of July is a fun time of year to celebrate with family and neighbors and friends. We also, we always get together with extended family, usually the parade in the morning. And then we always have homemade ice cream and we have a barbecue and then, of course, fireworks at night. So that's always just a fun holiday. It's so fun.
1: Um, one year with our neighbors, we did a potluck fireworks party and we had all the neighbors bring a treat. And some fireworks to share. And then we shot off all the fireworks as soon as it was dark enough. It was so fun because we had this huge fireworks show because everybody contributed. It was I've been so fun. To one of those. Yeah.
2: <laughs> back to school season is the next holiday after all the summer fun. And so sometimes we would do um, a back to school cousin sleepover. We haven't been really consistent every year. Because now that the kids are getting bigger, some of them, even before school starts, they're already involved in extracurricular activities with sports and stuff. But we try to do that. But it's so fun to have this big cousin sleepover, let them stay up late, We play games. We just love having them all in our home and they love being together. They so. love
1: it. That's <laughs> why they're so such fun. good friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every year with my kids, we do a back to school dinner. It's usually the Sunday before school starts and we pick a theme for the year it's usually a scripture and like a saying to go with it and we have a fun decorated dinner that's centered around our theme and when i say like we have decorations at dinner they're super simple like some balloons and a tablecloth <laughs> like I, I i don't go crazy but um and the kids get to pick what we eat for dinner and then we just talk about like our goals for the year and what our intentions are and what we hope um what we hope the year will hold for all of us. So it's just kind of a fun way to center as we head back to school and routines and all of that.
2: And then it's as soon as you're back in school, it seems like all the holidays start to hit yes. really fast. Yes. So when all of you girls were small, we would always make Halloween sugar cookies for the neighbors at Halloween, just pumpkins and stuff, yes. and deliver all the plates to everyone on the, the, our little street there. Um, or we would start the boo to the neighbors I love when you boo your neighbors that's just something that I love to do when um we moved to the the home we are presently in we did a we wanted to get to know our neighbors better and so we had a movie night out on the garage door and then we did um s'mores we had a big fire pit in the cul-de-sac and we did a s'mores bar and it was a cold night but we had this the neighbor brought his big fire pit over it was just this big roaring fire and we just huddled around that it was so fun and just to get to know our neighbors better and just sit out there and visit and the yeah. kids run around and watch the movie it
1: was fun it was so fun I came to that one because I come. wanted to come watch a fun Halloween movie outside mm-hmm. um in my neighborhood on Halloween night right around five o'clock we do like a neighborhood soup potluck dinner in the cul-de-sac and everybody brings a soup to share while well, we assign soups in like breadsticks and rolls And then um, after we eat, one of our neighbors has made this candy cannon (laughs) that they've like made themselves and they fill it full of candy and then hook it to an air compressor and it shoots off candy. And that candy cannon, like when it shoots off, that kicks off trick or treating in our neighborhood. And all the kids like are screaming because there's candy in the air. And then from there, they start going to everybody's houses. It's kind of fun. I just love it. And then um I know you do this too. And a lot of the sisters do this. We make homemade cinnamon rolls, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homemade cinnamon rolls. And that's what we pass out on Halloween night. I also pass out like some candy and stuff, but everybody who comes can get a cinnamon roll. So it's fun.
2: And now we are right back where we started, (laughs) but instead of keeping the focus on just holidays, we wanted to share a couple of fun traditions that you can do with your family all year long.
1: So for us, one of my favorite family traditions with my kids is just pizza movie nights on Friday. Like it's super low key and simple. And we have family dinner together almost every night and not really a sacred time to me, but by Friday I'm tired. (laughs) So we usually order pizza from somewhere and we always try different pizza places like fun local mom, pa places, or we will make homemade pizza. Or we'll do like calzones or pizza pasta or French bread pizza, just some version of pizza. And it's something that we look forward to. And anyone and everyone is invited to our pizza and movie night.
2: That's so fun. So we try on Friday nights was when we usually, I have a date night with your dad and we still find ways to connect, even though we are empty nesters. And so we just sort of never big go out to, the dinner people, even as empty nesters until COVID. And then we were trying to help, you know, the little mom, pa shops that were struggling and stuff. So we thought we need to do our part and, you know, just try to help these businesses. And so then we just started every Friday. Now we trade off his turn to pick or my turn to pick. And and we really look forward to it. It's so fun. And we've gone to all kinds of places. Some we would never go back to. (laughs) And some we love. But um, it's just so fun to just be together and then sometimes we'll run errands after a little date night or we'll go shopping or go to the movies or we just do fun things. I love it. It's fun. And, you know, if things come up or we have something with family, we'll just bump it to a different night or, yeah, we're flexible. Yeah. It's just fun to just know that we get to go and do something and just leave all our worries and work at home and just go play.
1: Oh, it's so fun. Um, On birthdays in our family with my kids, we do birthday pancakes. So we make a pancake in the shape of the number that you are turning that year. And we take your picture. And it's so fun to see (laughs) all the pictures through the years with these little pancakes. But um, the other thing that we do on birthdays is the birthday person gets to choose what we eat for dinner and what dessert we have that night. And sometimes we go out to eat. Sometimes they request a favorite meal at home. It's totally their choice. And then one year... My son admitted that he really doesn't like cake (laughs) and he didn't want a birthday cake. And since that day, we rarely do cake and ice cream for birthdays. We do whatever dessert they choose. And some pick like an ice cream cake. um, Some do pumpkin roll. Some do crumble cookies. I always choose milkshakes every year. That's my dessert of choice. And so everybody gets a milkshake and we put a candle in it and sing and blow out a candle. But it's just so fun to see what everyone chooses. And it makes it special because it's all about them and their favorite things on their day. So
2: when I was thinking about birthdays and you guys growing up, do you remember the time I snuck down to the bus stop and decorated for Kristen's birthday? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. And I had donuts and juice down there. And then I was able to sneak away and get it all set up. And Kristen didn't even notice I was gone. And then she just left for school and got down to the bus stop, and there I was, and all the kids, and so they had donuts and juice before they got on the bus. So that was really fun, and it was a cold February morning. Yeah, but, you know, it's just it was so easy, and it's not expensive. I didn't do big bakery donuts; I just did like um, what are they? Just hostess. the boxed hostess yeah. type box donuts, and the kids don't care; nope. they thought it was
1: teenagers.
2: Great. So it's just it doesn't have to be really expensive, and it's still just so fun to them. Um, One of you wrote in and shared that celebrating half birthdays is a big thing in your family on our kids, half birthdays, they get to go on a date with just mom or dad, whether it's to dinner or to an activity, they get mom and dad's undivided attention during that time.
1: I love that. I have heard of people doing monthly date nights with their kids, but if I'm being honest, it's a struggle to get in a date night with my spouse, let alone my kids. (laughs) kids. But the half birthday feels totally doable to me. Like you, mm-hmm. whatever traditions you choose, they have to work for you and your family. Yeah,
2: that's cute. Another person wrote in and talked to us about their Smith family day. Their last name is Smith. And on their parents' anniversary, or the official start to their family, they celebrate this day. But it's cool how they decide what to do. They take each letter of their last name and find an activity to do that uses that letter. So, for example, the S, they play scramble. For M, they get milkshakes. For I, they went to an indoor shooting range. For T, they got T-bone steaks. For H, they hiked up the mountain and watched the sunset. Each kid gets to choose a different activity, which is a fun way to keep everyone involved.
1: <laughs> is that the cutest? It's pretty intense. I That's amazing. love that. And uh, like such a memorable day to look forward to each oh, year. Yeah. Um, in this season of my life, my husband and I can't really escape on our anniversary, like to go on vacation or do something every year. So I love the idea of doing something with your family, but I have a crazy <laughs> long last name. It's like 10 letters that Actually, would take a couple of days. days of activities. So I think what I would do is maybe shorten our last name or maybe even do like the first letter of each of our kids' names or there you go. regardless. It's so fun. That That's such cute. a good idea. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us just in this fun discussion all about family traditions. We hope It maybe sparked an idea of something you could do with your family or some way you could strengthen your bond with them and just make some amazing memories.
2: And if you have a favorite family tradition that you want to share, head over to Table Talk for Moms on Instagram and let us know. We love hearing all the things that you do with your family and we want to keep this conversation going.
1: Well, we hope you have a great day and we hope you'll join us on our next episode. In the meantime we would love to have you subscribe and rate and review our podcast so that we can keep reaching more moms who want to join our sisterhood. Okay. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.